This is Pastoring Out Loud, a podcast for Bethlehem Baptist Church's South Campus. Are you interested in learning more about our church? Go to Bethlehem.church forward slash south. Hey guys, how you doing? Good. Good, Good. evening. I'm Stacy here. Hi, Stacy. Hi. Dave is here. And Daniel's still on sabbatical. So hopefully you're not listening, Daniel. <laughs> he could listen yeah, to the podcast. Fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, in, yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah. So, random question, Dave. I heard you just had a big, a big recital lately. What I was did. that? What was that? I had a daddy-daughter dance recital. Ooh, how did it go? I, I nailed it. <laughs> 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 he nailed it. Actually, I was there. He did nail it. Yeah. Um, it was a very complicated daddy-daughter dance, and let me tell you. Dave and Iris shone, <laughs> shined, shined, shone, shone, shined. Yeah, I we got know. after it. It was fun. Stacy, have you ever fun. done a dance recital? No, I have not. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, there was a dad that has a daughter, uh, Iris's age, and uh, so we've done it for a few years together. And I looked at him at the end of the show and I said, you know, by the time we're done, we'll have danced together for ten years. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty special, pretty special moment Looking with his other dad. To the future, yeah. <laughs> and he's, he responded and said, that would be probably more than I've ever danced with my wife. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just things I never thought I'd say to other people, you wow. know, it's great. Yeah. <clears throat> Look at that. But it was, it was fun. It's, it's a sweet way to connect with Iris. And mm-hmm. honestly, it's really fun. So I'm just past pretending like, oh, I just do it for my daughter. I'm like, no, I do it for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Was and, your and her, uh, and her. during the rehearsals and stuff like that? Was your body sore? Ooh, uh, no, no, it's not. It, it never got. Not really. Okay. Yeah, that's my lame attempt at a segue. Good into segue. The next. Topic for today. We're going to talk about uh, soul care and what it means that we are embodied souls. Um, so that's a a topic that we talk about a lot around here, uh, and just when we talk about how we have physical bodies, but we also have a soul. And how do those two things relate? Um, what does it mean to be human and have this physical body and also this spiritual soul? Um, so we're just going to talk about what does it mean to be an embodied soul today? So, so Stacy, when we say that, what do we mean by that term? Well, we mean that we were created body and spirit or soul. And I think we've just gone through Genesis here in our sermon series, and we see that God created man out of the dust of the ground and then breathed life or spirit into him, which is sets us apart different from the animals. And so we have, humans are made in God's image, two parts, body and soul. And in the Bible, it could be sometimes the word spirit is used, sometimes the word soul or heart, but it, it means like that inner part of us that is eternal, I think. So. Yeah. And even, uh, uh, two parts is even a little bit, uh, is, is a, you know, there's no other way to describe it better than that, but we'd almost want to wrap them together even closer than two parts, right? We want to say, that's why we say embodied soul Mm -hmm. because we're trying to describe like, what are we? (laughs) Right. Yeah. How, how does you know it's because it's not like oh there's there's hormones and there is bone and there's muscle and then there's soul like those things actually have 
interactions and um, and ways that they work together and affect one another, and affect right. one mm-hmm. another, and um, and and there's there's all there's like, there's all sorts of studies coming out right about neural pathways and hormone imbalances and the ways that your mind and what you think and what you take in affects those things. So even even science is getting closer to going. Huh, it's not. We can't quite separate these things out as clearly as we used to think we could. Mm-hmm. Um, so just trying to trying to figure out. It, it's really it's really anthropology. Who mm-hmm. are we? Who right, are right. we as humans? Yeah. How did God make us? Like Stacy said, how are we unique from all other creatures out there? And how do we? And why does it matter? Who cares? Right. Who yeah. cares that we're embodied souls? Yep. And as we think about it from a Christian perspective. Um, I just think about there throughout history, there have been movements or, you know, religions or heresies, heresies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That have yep. um, really sought to really separate body and soul, like the physical and the spiritual and just downplay, you know, the physical. And so I think even like there's a heresy called Gnosticism, mm-hmm. which uh, just basically taught that the physical was evil. And and so just right. downplay everything that's physical, and there's this spiritual knowledge that you should attain to by, um, you know, downplaying your physical bodies yep. and saying nope, that's bad. Spiritual's good, and there's this hard dichotomy there. Right. Um, what does Christianity have to say about that? Yeah, actually, I have a C.S. Lewis quote to read, and he says Christianity is almost the only one of the great religions which thoroughly approves of the body, which believes that matter is good, that God himself once took on a human body, Mm. that some kind of body is going to be given to us even in heaven and is going to be an essential part of our happiness, our beauty, and our energy. So we we affirm that this is good and we're going to get to, yes, it's been affected by the fall in significant and varied ways, but it is good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and... you know, there there are ways that we could be tempted to separate, you know, like we're souls, you know, that's good. You know, that's our eternal part and our bodies are broken, you know. And so it's it's good to affirm that um, the physical creation that God made was good. So, I mean, I think it'd be helpful and you kind of alluded to it if we just kind of did a little biblical theology of like creation and fall and then redemption. Like what does the Bible have to say about our bodies? Either one of you. That they're good. We see the first in Genesis yep. that they're good. It was very good. Um, that was how we were made to reflect God's mm-hmm. image. Mm-hmm. I don't know what more needs to be said about that initially. but Yeah, made in his image, which you, you already alluded to, which means that uh, made in his image with bodies, which means that there's something about our bodies that helps us reflect God. Yep. Right. I mean, I, I think mm-hmm. it's. I think it's. I think it's not different from how we've talked about God's people in God's place to enjoy God's presence. Mm-hmm. We gotta. We gotta be something, and we gotta be somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that is. <laughs> so, in- so we can enjoy Him. You know, that's part of why we we have bodies. Right. Um, like, yeah, that is interesting to think about. Why he, didn't He just make us spirits that could just right. go anywhere, and mm-hmm. you know, like the angels or something, but. Right, so I, so I think that there's something about our bodies that helps us reflect his 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 mind, his creativity, his dominion, his all these things that are meant to reflect his glory in some way. 
And then you get to Genesis, you know, you get to Genesis 3 and the fall happens. And all of a sudden what was very good is now very bad. Um, and I think, I think uh, Christians are really good at seeing the brokenness of sin. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about that, we mainly think of sinning. We started sinning. But sometimes we underestimate in the fall, like the Romans 8, the groaning of creation. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm talking about, place, because the, the fall talks about the place too, right? And the redemption that's coming for creation as it, as it awaits the revealing of the sons of God and the brokenness of our bodies. Mm-hmm. Like they just don't, they don't work all that well anymore. Sometimes they do, but sometimes they, sometimes they don't. Like sometimes you need a surgery, Mm-hmm. And sometimes you need medicine and sometimes surgery and medicine can't fix what's wrong with the, the human body anymore. And so, you know, that's part of why in Romans 8, we know it's how, how deeply broken and fallen it is when it says that we, and this, and this is the hope that we're waiting in, the redemption of our bodies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. You'd think it'd say the redemption of our souls. Right. Yep. But it says the redemption of our bodies because yeah. our souls... <laughs> are embodied. <laughs> and so um, it's not, you know, our, our minds are broken. Uh, our, our bodies are broken. They don't work. Suffering and sin have this strange way of even being intertwined. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, an example would be if, uh, you know, has, has anyone ever been caught in sin, which caused anxiety, and then felt really exhausted and depressed, right? We mm-hmm. all know that, that that happens, right? But that only that that only makes sense with the embodied souls idea, and therefore redemption is coming to, yes, restore our souls, but also restore our bodies, and those are those are integrated and work together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or like when you have a bad night of sleep, and you know the whole question of like, well, mm-hmm. does mm-hmm. having less sleep justify my being short tempered or something with my kids? Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't, but it does play a part. It does affect yeah. how your spirit is going to probably respond in different situations. Right. Um, yep. With that Romans eight that you referenced, I was thinking of the phrase, um, the creation was subjected to futility. Yep. So like our bodies, that's mm-hmm. kind of like the state we're in. <clears throat> yep. That's good. Um, so, well, I mean, and the last thing I was going to say is cause we did, Creation, oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. fall, redemption, consummation, consummation is coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And First Corinthians 15 doesn't do away with the concept of body. It says we're, we're going we're gonna to put on the spiritual body, which some people, again, take to mean ethereal or mystical or mm-hmm. floating. Yeah. But if you look at the word spiritual throughout the book of First Corinthians, what it means is inhabited by, influenced by yeah. the Holy Spirit. Right. And so I think what it means is they're going to be real bodies glorified, free of sin and suffering, and under the full, perfect control of the Holy Spirit to mm-hmm. never sin again, to fully see Jesus, to take him in, um, and and no sin or suffering because the, the creation's redeemed too. Right. It's all, it's all been restored. Which is what it says in 1 Corinthians 15 when it talks about Christ's body. That's right, yep. It's a, he traded, what did it say? Traded in a physical body or a natural body for a spiritual body. Mm-hmm. But we know that that doesn't mean just a spirit mm-hmm. because he rose yep. Yep. with a real body and yep. he still has that body because he ascended to the Father. Yep. Yep. And so whatever that spiritual body is, 
is, it's physical. Yep. yep. Um, but like you said, it's just, it's perfectly under control of the spirit free from sin. And it's going to be like Christ one day because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's the type of body that he has. Yeah. We'll be like him because mm-hmm. we'll see him as he is. Yep. yep. That's good. Um, so then just any further thoughts on how does, when we talk about being embodied, so like, why does that matter for our everyday life? And how should we think about our bodies as Christians? Like, and I mean, like, as we're pursuing God and we're pursuing sanctification, mm-hmm. what are helpful things for us to consider? Like, how does our physical being affect those things? Do you have, guys have any just thoughts on everyday life in a physical body and how mm-hmm. that affects our, <laughs> our all, spirits? All sorts of thoughts. I mean, never-ending thoughts about, about, yeah. about how it should affect. I mean, I, it, it's why... It's why I think uh, building in rhythms of exercise and rest mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. so important. It's why daily devotionals are so important to reset our minds and therefore bring rest to our bodies, I think, as well. It's why um, it, it's it's why we do everything, right? So if, if one, one way I like to think of myself, which might sound strange, but if I'm now the temple of... God, I'm a living, moving, breathing in this room. When I get in my car to go to lunch here in five minutes, when I get home with my family, I'm a living, breathing, moving worship center. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I want I want this worship center running as well as I have control over, right? right. And mm-hmm. I, I wanna be I wanna be as rested as I can be. I wanna be as physically fit as I can be. And all those things are all things considered. You know, I want to. I want to eat generally healthy. I want to read my Bible. I want to pray because I want this worship center to be as in this life as it can, mm-hmm. controlled by the Spirit with as little distraction as possible. And and there's all right. There's with that said, there's a million situations out there that just are not controllable. Um, yeah. It, there's there's like I said, it's broken. So there's diseases and there's. There's all sorts of stuff that just happens that you can't control. So this is not like a, you know, a high bar or something, but it should, this embodied soul idea of me as a worship center of God in his image should make me, I think, kind of take everything I do into that account of, is this going to help me worship? Mm -hmm. Is this going to help me be healthy that I can worship? Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And I was... um reading through Proverbs last year, I think as like a study. And it struck me over and over in the Proverbs about, it talks about like what you do with your hands, what you do with your eyes, your mouth, your feet. Mm -hmm. And it's like, Mm -hmm. so what is going on in our hearts is Mm -hmm. coming out through our bodies. yeah. And so how we worship God, how we Mm -hmm. obey him and show that we love him and show we love our neighbor is coming out through our bodies. Like we can't do that without our bodies. And so- Yep. James um, picks up on that when he talks about the power of the tongue. Yes. Mm-hmm. And just yep. how that's a reflection of the heart. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's good. Um, so Stacey- And, and oh. I would say vice versa. Mm-hmm. There's things you do with your hands- Yeah. And your eyes and that then affect your soul. Yeah. That, right. That's why we say embodied souls because it's, it's not, we like to think right. well, A to B or B to C. And it's really, I like to think of it as a, um, a spiral. Mm-hmm. Uh, body and soul are connected in this inextricable way. 
And what we do physically affects our souls and our souls affect our bodies because it's that mm-hmm. intertwined. Yep. That's good. So Stacy, maybe two questions just as we, as we wrap up. Um, number one, when you're in a counseling setting, are there any ways where you bring like physical body into counseling? And I mean, do you just have any thoughts about that? Yeah. I mean, it's something that is in my mind is, you know, how is this person doing physically? How is Mm -hmm. their sleep going? You know, just some of those healthy habits that Dave was talking about, or do they need to see a doctor? I mean, I'm not, I'm not an expert in this area. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes the best thing they can do is see a doctor to get help physically. Um, I think as, you know, as you guys, as pastors and other, you know, friends and care people in the church, we can come alongside, but we're not going to be probably be experts in those things, but it's something to consider. Yeah. You know, even as a parent of like, if my kid is acting out sometimes, yes, there's probably like a sin issue going on, but maybe they're just hungry or tired. And so it is, it, hangry. It's, it, it's a real thing. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. having wisdom my and- My kids comp- are real hangry. <laughs> hey, I get hangry. So yeah. just having the wisdom and compassion to like the Lord has compassion on us. He knows that our frame, I'm thinking that verse, mm-hmm. he knows our frame. He knows that we're dust. Mm-hmm. So we can be gracious and consider those things as we care for others. Yep. Yeah. And then is there any, as we consider our bodies and how they affect our spirits, uh, are there any resources that you might want to recommend? Yes, for, actually, for reading or? it was mm, one of my favorite books. <laughs> yes. Um, Sam Albury, is that how you say his name? Albury. Albury. He had a book, I think it came out last year, What God Has to Say About Our Bodies. Mm. And he does what we just briefly did in a book form, and it is mm-hmm. excellent. He talks about thinking about even gender, and then he does a biblical theology of our bodies. And it is just so excellent and helpful. I feel like it's a little bit of a neglected area mm-hmm. in Christian teaching. So Great. Yep. That's awesome. Maybe it's, maybe it's one example of what we mean, because mm-hmm. I, I think that there's lots of different camps out there. So this might, maybe this is risky even to state something like this, but I'm just going to go ahead and do it. (laughs) Go ahead, Dave. Um, Get risky on the podcast. So there was (laughs) a particular situation where there was a a person I was counseling and, and they were put in the work and mainly the counseling was for uh, like a pretty dark, deep depression. Mm -hmm. They're putting in the work, they're reading their Bibles, they're praying, they were, you know, doing everything we're asking and just very, uh, very small changes and, and just kind of relapsing back into it. And eventually, you know, I just asked, I was a, almost a brand new pastor at this point. Eventually I just asked the question, have you, have you ever been to a doctor just mm-hmm. to, just to talk to them about how you're feeling? And they said, Oh, I didn't, I didn't know if that was really okay. And I thought maybe, you know, I just needed to do this first. And so I said, well, I appreciate you, you know, that you came and we'll, we'll keep working together and talking. And, but I went to a doctor and got on, uh, literally the smallest dose possible of some medicine and within two months, and th- there were spiritual issues that needed to be worked mm-hmm. through but within two months, the progress was monumental, yeah. life-changing. And so I think that's an example of embodied souls and that there was just some physical stuff that just made it really, really, really hard and to function. Mm-hmm. And that can happen because of spiritual stuff over the long haul that right. can happen. So I just, I'm just bringing it up to say it's, it's just complex. Yeah. And I yep. think to Stacy's point, it's, 
it's something good for us to have in our mind as pastors or counselors, but it's also, it's also good for us to have in mind about ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I mean, there are just, I know if I don't, um, when I'm in seasons where it's harder to find time to work out or, you know, like I just Mm -hmm. know I'm going to be crabby. Um, and that's a, it's a physical thing. It's a, you know, I'm not like while I'm panting and just, completely engaged in physical working out. Mm -hmm. I'm not like in that moment worshiping God consciously, but that's why I'm doing it. (laughs) Yeah. And it it matters um, for how I worship God overall. So Mm -hmm. just to say it's good for us to be conscious of those things. And that's how intricate and complex and integrated all this is, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we're going to be talking about this topic for a couple more weeks and maybe applying it to some specific areas of life. So uh, more to come. But thanks, guys, for diving into this topic. And um, yeah, we'll talk to you next time. Sounds good. Thanks. Thanks.